are here for a reason. This, 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 this news just in. We are your news now. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a reason. Yes, indeed, you are here for a reason. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. The tagline of the show is live right in the real world. What do I mean by that? Well, I will help expose the real world to you, both visible and invisible. And you decide how to live right in it. So today, I've got a great show for you. Uh, I've been excited to do this show for weeks now. Uh, As most of you know, I was down in Dallas, Texas in December at a conference. And I met a bunch of people. And I want to say this quite candidly to you. Um, My guests today probably left the greatest impression on me out of out of the whole room. Um, I just felt the spirit of God on them, the humility. And it's rare these days to get someone who is so effective in this fight. And it's a battle for souls, folks. It really is. I personally believe, and they're probably ducking their heads now listening to me say this, but it is my belief that they have saved countless lives during the last couple of years. I think their work is truly amazing. And I don't ask for this very often, as you know, but I'm going to ask you to start praying right now, should you contribute to this work. And I'll let you be judge of how this has been going and how God has blessed them in doing this. You know, there's there's many people who are social media influencers and stuff like that that get labeled grifters and things like that. Certainly, I've been called that. Um, but what most of my core audience knows is actually I, you know, <laughs> I'm doing this at a sacrifice. Uh, a great sacrifice. And this couple, Robert and Jamie, have risked it all to do this work. And they trust in God to do it. Not only have they put it all out there, but they don't hide who they are. You know how susceptible they are to these people with terrible agendas. But if God is for you, who could be against you? And without further ado, let me bring on my guests, Robert and Jamie. A.G., did I say that correct? You did. Good job. That's correct. Good to see you again, Jeff. Yeah, great to see you. Uh, it was. We didn't spend much time, uh, probably maybe 45 minutes in total when we were in Dallas, but man, you really left an impression on me. And I had seen you before and I was familiar with your work, but uh, getting to know you and, and that humility that you guys both had and that servitude heart, it's rare. And uh, it really is rare. 
unfortunately, but I, I certainly felt it from you guys. Well, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a true testimony of what God is doing exactly. in this hour and how, how, how God is working. We, 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 we couldn't do any of this, right? You know, we, we are only who we are uh, because of who he is. And, you know, there's, there's quite a testimony on what he's done in our lives and how he's brought us to this point. And, uh, you know, he, he definitely gets all the glory, but, you know, at, at that reckoning fest, I, I recall catching the, the end part of your presentation. And I, I remember how sad I was that I didn't catch the whole thing because it was so good what you were saying up there. I'm like, this, this is what every one of these conferences need. They need a message uh, of hope, a message of truth, one that is uh, focusing on what the Lord is doing in this hour. And I just really appreciate it. And I, I, I really connected with you. You know, I remember meeting you um, back after your presentation in the hallway there in the, in the, in the foyer. And uh, there, there was a connection there. And uh, yeah. I just I just really appreciate you, brother. Well, listen, it's uh, and by the way, I'm going to post that uh, on my channel uh, for Thursday night. So it's okay. going to be a replay. Some of you have already seen it, but some of you haven't. And I'm going to actually put it up on my channel. So that is my plan to get done. Uh, <laughs> so I want to start out with just a little bit of your story. And I, and I know you're, I have a copy of you, you know, your short bio and stuff, and we'll get to all those numbers, but it's it, so you're buying a lot of media <laughs> and you're, you're not like a media buyer background, <laughs> right? Not at all. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Never been in billboards, never been in media per se. <laughs> so you're, you're, you, you did some contracting work, you build things, you're handy. Uh, that's not typically the transition that goes into <laughs> the media buying. Cause me, so I've worked in media buying and first of all, it's one of the most corrupt industries out there. <laughs> like, you know, uh, I'm sure there's good people, but there's, <laughs> very questionable people. Yes. There's and a lot of censorship. <laughs> and, and and a lot of censorship. But, you know, to, to your point, there are a lot of good people. And we're finding those people. God is putting those people in front of us. These patriotic, you know, family-owned billboard companies that are wanting to make a difference, that are wanting to get involved, that are wanting to be part of the change. And I, I tell you what, there 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 is a... Um, uh, you know, there, there, there is such a, uh, a provision that is taking place through so many of these billboard companies where um, they, they, they're opening their, their, their company to be a blessing um, to Banners for Freedom and all of those who are supporting it by extending contracts and giving us amazing discounts, you know, 65% off of boards. And there's, there's so much that's happening and it's, it's like God is multiplying what we're putting into it. Right. We're taking our, our, our little loaves and our fish, right. And we're bringing them and he's taking it, he multiplies it. And he does that through um, working through these, these billboard companies to give us the, um, the favor. That's the word I'm looking for. The favor. It's, it's, it's incredible. And, you know, in, in this movement, and I'm not against conferences, I'm not against podcasts and stuff like that, but let's face it, my podcast, my audience, the one that the Lord has brought here, most of them are familiar with what's going on, you know, um, same with all the other people and, and the, the ones who attend all the, the patriotic conferences and stuff like that, 
they're already, they're just getting more of what they already know a lot of the time. But what's unique about what you do is it's every person in their car, every person walking down the street. It's, it's other people who will take, who are so shocked by the information. They'll take a picture and they'll share it with their family and friends. There, there's an untold result of this and we'll never know, but you know, we know that this is a bioweapon that's out there. Only the Lord will know this, but there's, I'm confident thousands, if not tens of thousands of people who have said, you know what, I'm not going to do that because of the seed you planted by your billboards. You know, there, there's a, there, there's a place for these conferences. There's a place for different podcasts in what some would say, or, you know, echo, echo chambers. Cause you know, we must awaken the lions, right? We must, um, you know, speak to each other and, and edify one another and, and discuss these things. Um, however, there's also a place where we must awaken the sheep or, or, or those who are just unaware. And mm. I think that's, that's kind of what, what we're doing, right? We're, we're binding together and we're, we're going out and we're, we're trying to at, at least at the very least, create a situation where folks can make an informed decision right before they participate in this. Because there's so much deception. There's so much, you know, mass media censorship that's taken place. Our, our education system's not talking about it. Government institutions aren't talking about it. Media sure isn't talking about it. Right. And they're, I mean, if anything, they're, um, you know, they're, they're talking, they're, they're giving us disinformation. They're paid propagandists. It's operation mockingbird media. They have an agenda and the agenda is not for the people. And when you say informed consent, uh, you know, I think immediately when you saw the, uh, you know, the bioweapon arrive and you're supposed to, you're supposed to open up that note that comes inside and it was always intentionally blank. So it was in your face, no informed consent. And, you know, the fact that they're still pushing it for children and stuff like that is just beyond disgusting. But, I want to I want to just go back to the beginning and I and I want to find out how you go from this kind of normal working man's life to the call to do this. Sure. Well, <laughs> a lot of this is is her her fault, right? It, it's, it's the mama bear who said, "Babe, we got to do something. We're coming after the children." Yes. Yep. Yep. You're you're right. You know this is war. That's a line you don't cross. Um, let's, let's, let's sacrifice and let's do something. Right. A story, I mean, a story goes back a long time ago, right? There's, there's the story that led us up to even be in a position to, to do something like this. I mean, there was a time where, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't even get in front of people. You know, I, I had so much anxiety in my life from different things that you know, I, I couldn't even have conversations getting up in front of people and talking or doing an interview or, or, or tackling, something as, as big as billboards uh, would have never been possible. But, you know, there, there was a time and, you know, maybe there's a, there's a show for, for another time for this story, but we, uh, you know, we, we found God and he found us. He, 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 he chose us a long time ago uh, to walk with him. And he said, Hey, um, do you, you, you want to change? Do you, do you want um, what, what I have for you? And we didn't know what that was, but, 
but we, we believe and we have faith that he could radically transform our lives. And he did. And, you know, we, we received his name, you know, at baptism and we were filled with his spirit and we didn't know we could be at least to that measure. And when that, when that happened, it radically transformed our lives. It, it, you know, substance abuse fell away. It healed our relationship. Uh, you know, we found our roles and we started walking with him and, you know, he just continued to open up doors over the years. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite the story. And, and how long ago was this? 15 years. 15 years. And so you were both saved at the same time. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I, I actually, it's, it's, it's really wild. Back when I was 15, I was, I was praying. I was like, Lord, there's something going on in this world. It's crazy. Um, you've got to have a plan to, to fix this or, or you got to be coming back soon or something's got to be happening. Help me understand. And I flipped to the radio stations and I, this guy named Irvin Baxter came on from end time ministries on a show called politics and religion. And I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, Oh, it's just another, another kook out there, you know, talking about the end of the world. And I start listening. And I was like, Oh, I kind of like the way he's presenting this, you know? And uh, I went and I'd listen the next day. And then I was hooked every day during lunch. I'm sneaking out to my car and I'm listening to politics and religion, two things we don't talk about. Uh, I, 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 you know, God put it so deep in my heart. I had such a passion and a love for, for end time prophecy study you know of eschatology and I, I i couldn't get enough of it but i shared it alone nobody else wanted anything to do with it my friends didn't want anything to do with it you know i was running with a whole other crowd back then you know I'd, I'd show up to to a party on friday night and pop in the seven trumpets on vhs i'm like guys you got to see this and, uh, to, to totally ruin you know the the, the party but uh, yeah that makes you popular <laughs> yeah people definitely knew who i was if, if you want to say that, but, uh, you know, I, I met my wife at fossil watches Her headquarters is here in Richardson. I had a graphic design job. I'd walked into a, uh, a college one day knowing I had to do something about, I didn't know what that was. And the lady said, you know, what about graphic design? I flipped to this book and I was like, that sounds cool. Let's do it. And so I took some classes, ended up getting an internship at fossil and ended up running my own, you know, division graphic design design division there. And that's where I met Jamie. She was working in another department, but we were working together. Uh, and, uh, we've always worked together. You know, God's prepared us from way back when, and uh, when we were working together, I, um, you know, I, I, I'd met her outside in the smoking area back when we smoked and uh, I saw her and I, I just knew, I knew that was the woman I was going to marry one day. It was, it was, I, I remember it vividly. And you know, you just know, but however she was taken, I was taken, so I was just, you know, r- really just crying on her shoulder about my women problems. Oh, yeah. That was our first conversation. <laughs> oh, my. I, I help. You know, I, I, I need some advice here. And, you know, but o- over over time, um, you know, we, we got to really know each other and some things changed in our lives, our, our situation, our relationship situations. And and we got married. And, um, 17 years next month. So, <laughs> So, yep, 17 years next month. And we, but however, we, we, we still didn't share that same passion I had about end time prophecy. And I was always talking about, it, especially if I was drinking, right? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I just, I just, it was, it was where, where my heart was. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop talking about it. And she had enough. She, she would get real <laughs> tired of me, me slamming doors, mm-hmm, but bring, bringing up, you know. Um, how, how, you know, the Antichrist is going to stand in the third temple, claim to be God. She's like, what are you talking about? We had two friends too. One was 
I mean, he's a Muslim. And then the other one um, actually served in the Israeli military. And they would get together and start drinking and start talking about all this stuff going on. And I'm like, okay, y'all are wearing me out. Like, I got to go. Well, we so, weren't attending a church, right? Yeah. Uh, we weren't attending any kind of group. And our relationship was kind of rocky. And, you know, we were dealing with some different, you know, we're heavy drinkers and, you know, some different things going on. And I just, I wanted to change and I didn't know what that was. I didn't know where to go to find that. And I didn't feel like a, a church was the you know place to go because I had some experiences in the past and I was like, God, ah, just doesn't feel right. So uh, I was like, maybe if I could find a group of like-minded people that also like end time prophecy, I can get her to come with me and maybe she'll get a passion for it. I don't know. Right. So I just did a little search online and found some folks doing an, an end time prophecy Bible study down the street. And I drug her kicking and screaming all the way there. We, uh, we show up. He might've bribed me with a whiskey and Coke. I did. I did. We showed up to our first Bible study with a whiskey and Coke. Okay. So yeah, that, that's who we were. Right. And we, we sit down and, and they're, they're, they're playing some of the videos from, from actually end time ministries. It wasn't just end time. It was from that ministry. The guy introduced himself as Kevin Ritzy, the IT director. Friend time, I'm like, what? I was like, I thought y'all were in Richmond, in, in Indiana. What's going on here? And like, oh, no, we're right here in this area. I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay, so we we watch these lessons, and she sees the visuals for the first time, and it's like, oh, now I understand what you're talking about. Now, it's because some people sense. learn that way as well, right? They yeah. have the visual; it all starts to make sense. But I, I just, I listen. This interview isn't about me by any means, but I just want to point out a couple things that are quite interesting. Um, so we've been married about the same amount of time, my wife and I, that's awesome. Um, I've always been into this kind of, you know, end time stuff and same thing. So I've had, I had a ministry where basically I was going to biker clubhouses and mm -hmm. drinking with the, with, you know, some of the roughest of boys, but they always let me be myself. And I, I kind of became a de facto chaplain in some ways, but, you know, and a lot of these guys would come to me with some, you know, they'd open up their heart about their family situations and stuff like that. But here I am, you know, eight or nine beers in and talking yeah. God, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's funny, God uses where you're at, but I just thought the similarities were, were funny with that we've been called barroom preachers before <laughs> yeah yeah and my, now my wife never really drank uh, until after she met me <laughs> <laughs> and she still doesn't really drink but uh she, she claims i drove her to it <laughs> well you know it, it was it, it was such a blessing to me when she looked at me and said oh i i, I get it now can we go back next week i said absolutely Absolutely. Well, we'll go back every week, you know, and this, this, this was, this was the point. Well, but what, what I didn't expect to happen though, brother, was they played some, some lessons toward the end of, you know, this, this series of, of prophetic, you know, um, lessons. And it was, it was, it's called the salvation series, right? What does it mean to be born again, true Christianity versus false Christianity, you know, understanding the Godhead, you know, tongues, devilish or divine. I'm like, what in the world is this tongues? And so we, we watched these lessons and, you know, the spirit of God just came over me and I, I knew what I needed to do. You know, my wife had never been baptized and I was baptized one way. And, you know, I, I wanted to receive the name of Jesus like they did in the book of Acts. And this whole Holy Ghost thing, I didn't understand, but I knew I wanted to receive his name. Because, you know, if I if I go down to the bank and I, I sign a check, you know, husband, 
or father or son, they're not going to cash it, right? The, the authority's in the name. So I, I, I wanted, I wanted the name. So I said, I'm kind of made a deal with God. I was like, okay, we'll, we'll go and we'll get baptized. And this whole Holy Ghost thing, I don't, I don't know if you want to do something like that. That's fine, but we're going to go do this. So we walked into this church that next weekend and it was right across the street because this Bible study was in an annex building. We walk in there and I've never been into a Pentecostal church before. Right. I was born and raised in Church of Christ, right? No music, you know, it's more like a funeral service than anything. And we walk in there and people are raising their hands and they're they're praising God and they got a band up there playing and everyone's excited. I'm like, what in the world is happening here? Right. You know, this lady over here speaking in tongues. I'm like, you know what? This is not for us. What we said. We we walked out, I think, a little early and we're like, okay, uh, I don't know about this. But the Lord kept tugging on me. He's like, Hey, I thought we thought we had a deal. I thought you were gonna go, go get baptized. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I called the, so I called the pastor and I said, Hey, you know, appreciate you. You know, you got, a, you got a great church family there, but that's just not for us. Can we like just sneak in the back next weekend, just get baptized and be on our way? So, well, <laughs> sure. I suppose. All right. And I thought I was going to, you know, pull one over on the Lord and just kind of do it, do it my way. But you know, he worked all things together for good. Didn't he? So we, we, we show up and, we we sneak in the back there and we get in the stairwell going up to the baptismal before we could even get to the water spirit of god fell on us we started trembling crying we're like we didn't know what was going on it, it was it was absolutely well, amazing at the same time yeah oh yeah yeah. Oh, S yeah same time we're like what is going on and then we get in the baptismal it's a huge tank so we were both in there actually my brother was with me as well scott and um and the pastor was in there and it, it, it's it's in front of the whole congregation i'm like oh goodness gracious okay so we're we're in this baptismal and you know the spirit of god was moving and the pastor starts praying and he baptizes jamie first and she comes up out of that water and she starts praising god in a language i've never heard before and i was like what is this all right i'm like okay i didn't know what was going on uh, either <laughs> whatever you know well, just okay. I guess am I next? Oh, I'm okay. I'm next. And here, here we go. And I, I come up out of that water, and I receive the Spirit of God in such a powerful way. Um, it, it, it radically transformed our lives. And at that moment, that substance abuse fell away. All my anxiety fell away. I didn't have to take medication anymore. Like scales were removed from my eyes, and I looked out on that congregation who I thought were a bunch of crazies, and uh, I said, "Wow." Now I understand why you're excited to be here to praise God. Because when you receive the spirit of God in that measure, you can't help but to throw up your hands and praise him. Uh -huh. You can't help but to get excited. You can't help but to worship him, you know, in song. And so, whew, okay, here, 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 here we are. Now we're, now we're out. out now you're church about, crazies. Yeah, now yeah, we're the crazies, crazies. right? And <laughs> that set a course. And, you know, it's like we were working at Fossil, right? Still big corporate environment, very worldly environment. They're all, you know, very, you know, all about you know material things and all about culture, very woke culture. And uh, there was a big change that happened in us. And we were, you know, we were very active there. You know, we Jamie was in charge of like scheduling the the, after, the happy hours, <laughs> you know, and all the extra events. So you know, things got a little little awkward. You know, we we started talking different, dressing different, doing things different, and. Um, they didn't understand that. And I had a little, I had, a, I had an end time magazine on my desk. Now I would, I would read and I had a little end time prophecy calendar, you know, behind my computer that I would look at and, and study. And, and uh, people would ask, you know, what's, what's, what's up with you, man. I'd, I'd tell them, 
Well, apparently that wasn't accepted in that environment. So I got taken down to HR and fired one day for creating a hostile environment due to my religious beliefs. I'm like, oh, okay, hold on a second. The guy right next to me, his whole cubicle <clears throat> from the floor to the top, all three sides, his desktop screensaver, his tattoos, tattoos, <laughs> all, all it's all Baphomet goats, pentagrams, satanic imagery. That's okay. Right. Oh yeah. That's that's perfectly acceptable. But it was okay. Because you know what? I, I wanted out of there. But I didn't want to just leave. I didn't want to quit because Lord didn't tell me to quit. You know, I didn't want to do things on my own. I wanted to wait until the right time. Well, he opened that door. I'd been praying for some change, right? But it was it was it was kind of scary because now I'm like, I, this was my salary job. Now what do I do? But I wasn't I wasn't too worried because I knew the Lord had me at that point. Well, I showed up to the church that night. It was a Wednesday. I'm talking to the pastor. You know, I'm, I'm a new Christian. I'm just trying to figure I'm like, pastor, I just got fired. You know, here's a story. And it's like, oh, I was like, God's got a plan. Check this out. Urban Baxter, the head of End Time Ministries, the one I'd listened to all these years, you know, he walks into the room and said, hey, Robert, um, I, I feel like I'm supposed to ask you if you would like a job at end time ministries we need a graphic designer um, someone to design a 32 page magazine and we're about to go on television we need some rebranding um, are, are you available <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> uh, like actually as of a few hours ago i i absolutely am and i would be honored so so now here i am at end time ministries like it was it was so surreal wow yeah and they just happen to be right here in in plano right down the street from where we lived in garland and and Jamie, did you stay at the company much longer after that? Or no, actually, in the beginning of 2009, um, I got laid off, and I actually went and worked at In Time Ministry. Um, I volunteered there for about a year after I got laid off, and you know, it's interesting is that you know sometimes the Lord will guide you and move you into different directions. But the enemy always tries to come back and try to re-snatch you back. And it was probably like two months after I got laid off from Fossil, I got a call from a, uh, oh, company. A, a, a company that offered me a job and they were going to pay for our move to Colorado. And I was going to be making well over six figure, big figures, but it was working for Coors um, Brewing Coors. Company. And I was like, okay, Lord, that's a good job, but no, the, the enemy was trying to take me back. It was going to take you in a different direction, that's yeah. for sure. But mm -hmm. I had to turn that one down. I, I was perfectly happy working at the ministry. The temptation. <laughs> yes. Wow. We, we, we said, we said no, um, we're, we're not going to do this. We're, we're going to do, we're, we, we wanted to work for the kingdom, right? And even if that may, meant sacrifices. We, we were all in, brother. I mean, we were we were full of the spirit of God and we were rearing to do whatever it is that he was calling us to do. And so it, it was an amazing time. And, you know, an in interesting thing happened. I um I had a dream one night. It was it was like a nightmare. I remember waking up and I was telling Jamie about it. We were driving to the ministry that morning. I was like, I just had this horrible dream that I was sitting in Irvin Baxter's office. And, you know, he was telling me how, how the ministry was struggling and he had to He's gonna have to let me go, and I was like, I wasn't working at End Time Ministries anymore, and it was just, oh, it was horrible. I got, I felt nauseous. I really felt sick all the way there. I was really troubled. That same day, 
Urban Baxter calls me back to his office. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh, here it I, is. I sit down at his desk and it's like, I'm reliving the dream. And he's sitting there and he's tears in his eyes. And he's like, brother, it was right around 2008, 2009 when the stock market crashed. He's like, you know, we, we, we lost all of our big donors that supported the ministry that they lost everything. They can't support us right now. And I'm sorry, but I, I just, I can't pay you. And, and because of that, I can't expect you to work here for free. Your wife's already volunteering here. You know, he's like, God's got a plan for you. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, we're going to have to let you go. And it was a really hard thing for him. It was really hard for me because this, I thought I was going to be there till the rapture. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to Jerusalem. You know, we're, we're this, this was, um, it was really big for me. And Lord knew how devastating it was going to be. So he gave me that dream. I don't get dreams all the time. Right. You know, I mean, this was, this was very, he unique. prepared you. He prepared me because he knew he's like, man, I, I, this boy's going to go jump off a cliff or something. I got to, you know, I got to, I got to let him know that I'm with him. Yeah. Not literally, but you know what I mean? So, uh, he, he prepared us. And then we went through a journey where we went out to East Texas and we ended up, we ended up losing everything. We went through a bankruptcy. We lost all of our possessions. We, End up living in a in a little RV out in a pasture of this pastor's <laughs> property at this little mm-hmm. tiny church of like 15 people, and we're teaching end time Bible studies, right? And then he and then he moves us, kind of moves us around to another place and to another place, and then you know back here to this area, and you know we 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 actually went down to complete zero at one point because we 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 were at Barnes and Noble. We just said we had a baby while we were out here yes. in the in I was going to say, we lost everything that we gained a baby while we were out in the country. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Elijah, right? Mm-hmm. Named him after the prophet. So he was just a baby and he didn't have a Bible yet. And we were like, let's go get him his first Bible. So we had my truck and had some things in it. I was actually washing windows, residential windows, you know, um, mm-hmm. as a job at that point. So I had all my tools and stuff in the truck and we went to Barnes and Noble to get his Bible. Couldn't find one that we liked and came back out and the truck was gone. So we're standing in the parking lot, her and I and the baby and everything's gone. And Jamie looks at me and she goes, it's all good. It's like, Lord's got this. This is God's going to use this for our good. And this is going to be a way where he's going to supply us a second vehicle. I was like, oh, don't say. <laughs> and, <laughs> <Okay>. he <did. laughs> and he did. They, they found it two weeks later, stripped down the side of a highway in a not so good part of town and insurance company. When they when he says stripped it down, like they stripped down the interior light bulbs. They took all the interior light bulbs, but they wow. left one thing in the truck, and that was his Bible. On the dashboard. So got my Bible back. That was cool because yeah. I had all sorts of tabs and everything in it, you know, and highlights. And so uh yeah. It's you funny know, they'd take the light bulbs, they'd be scared to take that. And I literally mean they would be scared, and that that's incredible. It, it, it was. Its own. It, the insurance but, company paid for all that, and we end up having enough money left over to get a second vehicle. You know what? What's amazing about that, and Jamie, I really want to compliment you because it's very few people have the ability. But I know from my experience and many others, it's at that point in the toughest situation when you can say thank you, God, with it with a real heart. You're not saying it, you know facetiously you're saying lord i get it you're doing something here and it sounds like you had that moment yeah he's always been faithful and i I don't question him anymore (laughs) thank goodness for women of faith that stand behind their man and say hey god's got this 
because you know that that's why that's why he you know put put us together right to to help one another through these times and remind each other you know that that you know if the Lord's for us who can be against us so. So, well, so and, and now I know why our uh, conversation that last Thursday I thought was just such a great conversation when you got into the end times prophecy, and of course I'm into. I thought, man, what a great call that was. You know, it, it, it really was. I had no idea it was going to go that direction. I had no idea this interview was going to go this direction. But you know, yeah, neither do I. Well, let, let's get into some of the business here because I, I, and listen, yeah. I, I love. It, it's good for the audience to get to know who you are. Um, and, and look, real people making a real difference. Uh, and that's, what's really cool because you are making a real difference. So let's just talk about how you got the vision for the banners. Well, you know, it's, it's good that we told that story because that, that was preparation for what we're, we're doing now. You know, he's always preparing, you You know, we, we work together, you know, at, at, at fossil and then we work together at end time. And then, you know, we get out here and we, we built a, a homestead about five years ago out, out in the woods of East Texas, um, you know, about an hour and a half Northeast of Dallas here around the border of Oklahoma and Texas. And we, um, I uh, started general contracting business, remodeling homes and doing things of the sort. And, you know, we worked together doing that, you know, she helped with all the books and different things. So, uh, we, you know, we're, we're out here and here, here's 2020. Right. 2020 comes and the lockdowns happen and we were prepared for this. Actually, uh, we were expecting something like this to happen um, for, for many, many years. You know, we, we were under the impression the enemy was going to be using something like what he had has to, to 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 change the world and bring in his new world order. So when it happened, we were almost kind of expecting it. Like, OK, you know, here we go. All right, Lord. So what's what's next? And we the Lord had actually kind of given me a heads up about two weeks before the lockdowns in March. Um, wow. Three days of him just explaining to me something, something's about to happen and we're going to have to start thinking and doing everything differently. I didn't know what that was uh, pertaining to whatsoever. And he gave me a lot of instructions and directions and just thoughts and to prepare a lot prepare me this was three days in my shop she took over my shop <laughs> disappeared i had to take care of the kids i'm like cooking and cleaning I'm like where's where's mama oh she's okay you know she'd come out you know every once in a while and you know we'd have to feed her and it was it was it was, it was wild. he said i look like john the baptist oh yeah you layered up on clothes, you know it was she's cold. eating locusts got stuff in her hair and so it, it, it was it was it was it was a very very interesting time and they announced the lockdowns. It was during spring break and our kids were in the back of the truck and I heard it over the radio that they had decided to close the schools down. And I turned around to them and I said, number one, fear's a liar and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And then we turned around and went bike riding at the park. So like we knew we weren't going to let this affect us or what we were doing or how we were going to live our lives. And what's interesting is we had chose 2020 as the year that we were going to start celebrating the feast days. Right. So this was our first Passover to celebrate. And we, we did this big Passover, had all these people over when you weren't supposed to congregate. Right. And, and we gave, you know, we, we, we did it in remembrance of what, you know, God did for the Israelites, you know, yeah, in, in Egypt. And, you know, we, we, we prayed and bound together in agreement that, for, for, for this plague to pass over our land and our territory. And uh, it was a really special time. So, you know, we weren't involved in anything. 
but we wanted to be involved in something at least around other like-minded people and we saw this this reawaken america tour conference you know in tulsa their, their first one we actually were trying to go but we didn't get tickets in time they were sold out we we're kind of bummed about that but the lord opened up another door where we were able to go to tampa uh, just a couple months later so we went down to tampa went to this reawaken conference and we were just amazed how there was just so many so many people there not it wasn't just delivering information on you know medical tyranny or you know election you know integrity or you know, all these different things that people were also there worshiping god right it was a spiritual event i was like okay this is cool right so it was spirit i've and never truth. seen people raise their hands during the star spangled banner and like the spirit of god i've said this multiple times is the spirit of god and the, like the patriotic spirit just like coming together and it was tangible it was tangible like you could see it feel it it was, and, it was powerful and yet people up there you know um, talking about you know getting involved and making a difference and general Flynn's up there like you know local action creates national impact you know get involved and we're like okay what does that mean we get back here to texas and we're having a big fourth of july party at our property we do a big fireworks show and have people come out we, we so we, we we can do that right and so we um we're, we're talking to everybody and they're they're saying how the county commissioners just passed this permit this law where we had to apply for a permit to build in the county which is crazy so we we said you know why don't we go down there and talk to them about that next tuesday when they have their meeting so we all agreed and we all went down there we filled up the courtroom the lobby the parking lot i mean a whole lot of us went down there and they rescinded quickly and apologized we're like whoa that was easy right all we gotta do is show up and let them know how we feel about it well, what was interesting is while we were there, the there was some mask wearing from you know people in the um, in the um, county. county, and and they had some COVID agenda items they were going over, right? That pertained to our county and how they're going to deal with all this. And then the judge was encouraging everybody to go get the the the, the jab at the end of this thing. That didn't so well, well we, with us. <laughs> yeah, we we're like, oh boy, all right. We didn't know this was going on in our county, because we never been involved shame to say so we said you know what you know we, we have the ability where we can be flexible i kind of run my own general contracting business so i can well, why don't we come down here next tuesday and we'll just let them know the truth of what's going on you know we'll we'll take information from some of these shows that we've been watching and like you know the end we know show and dr jane ruby and and others and stuff we got from the reawaken conference and we'll just print out these documents that are on these shows that are you know, referenced or we'll take screenshots of the programs, you know, and we were just reading to them the information. I'd put in there some scripture, right? And let them remind them of where we are in this hour as well and yeah. what their responsibilities are. Uh, you know, we, we did that for 17 weeks straight and we had successes, right? The mass started falling off. They kind of just stopped talking about the COVID agenda items. They, the judge stopped encouraging to go get the, 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 the jab at the end of these meetings. And we're like, wow, right? And Jamie wanted to take and they signed a resolution actually adopting Governor Abbott's vaccine mandate ban. I'm like, OK, this is this is great. We got some victories and we had taken out an ad in the paper as well um, called Vax Facts. Yeah. Jamie saw, saw an ad in the paper. It's just the data from the bars. Um, website right. And yeah. and injuries you. and things like that. But then she saw some papers in the trash. She's like, I wonder how many people are actually reading the paper right now. And she was down in town right next to the Sonic. She saw this this billboard. All right. Lord highlighted it and he it was just it was an instant 
this is the avenue that you're going to use to get this information out now. Then she and, came to me with it. And I thought she was crazy. <laughs> I was like, billboards. I was like, we're already going to the county commissioner meetings. We're already taking out an ad in the paper. You know, we're already, you know, you always have an excuse on why we can't do something. Right? I, I thought it was way bigger. I'm like, I don't have the time. I don't have the finances and you know, so on and so forth. And she kept coming to me with it, pestering me, bugging me. <laughs> and uh, she's like, babe, I, you know, I've, I've already looked into it. It's not that much. It's only 800 bucks. I was like, Oh, well, it's okay. I, I thought it was gonna be like five grand. Right. Like, hey, and she's like, you know, and you need to tie by the way. I was like, Oh, okay. And she's like, and they're coming after the children. Like, right. Okay. This is war. So yeah, this is war. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 time. It's called for sacrifice. So let, let let's let's do this. What do we do, right? What do we what do we what do we put up on this billboard? And we didn't. We weren't trying to tell people what to do. We just wanted people to be informed so they can make their own decisions. Like, why don't we just put up the 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 VARS data? We'll just put up the number. How many people have been injured? Right off of the government's own website, healthandhumanservices.gov. And when people are driving by, they'll see this and then they'll think twice about going down and participating in this or taking their children to be a part of that. Right. So but we weren't a source of information. Right. We're just Robert and Jamie and back here in the backwoods of Texas. But people like, you know, like LT, the Amy No Show or the Reawaken Conference or Stu Peter Show or whatever, you know, we were, we were watching at that time. We're like, we'll put up their logo on these billboards. And so people have a place to go you know, when they need more information. And that's all we were planning on doing was this one. I mean, that's all we, that's all, that's, you know, that's all we could afford. That's all we were planning on doing. And then the Lord had a different plan. You know, my, my mom had text a picture of that billboard to Clay Clark's assistant. Cause she was, my, my mom was ordering a ticket to the next conference in Dallas. And she saw that show Clay and Clay's like, I want to talk to this guy. And so I, I get a message about, Hey, have Clay wants to talk to you about this billboard. I thought I was in trouble. I'm like, Oh crap. Cause I didn't, I didn't, you know, get permission to use the logo. I didn't think it mattered. I was like, you know, I it's got free permission from LT over at and we know, but we didn't get well, it's free advertising. I mean, it doesn't matter. Right? And so she's like, yeah, he wants to do an interview with you. He wants to talk to you. And I, I didn't, I didn't even have a social media account. Right. Now, he wants to do it through zoom and I'm trying to figure out zoom. I'm downloading this, <laughs> I jump on there and, and then there's clay. And I'm thinking we're about to have a conversation. He's like, yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the clay Clark show. We got Robert Agee here with banners for freedom. And they're putting up billboards all across this nation. I'm like, oh, what is going on? Where are we? Are we, are we live? What's, what's happening here? Right. I was okay. So happy. I was working the elections that day. I wasn't here. I just about fell out of my chair, brother. And so we're, we're talking and, and of course I wanted to put billboards up across the nation, but I, it wasn't a thought and it, that soon became a reality that this could be a possibility. And we start, I start talking about that in the interview on how we would love to do this. And we set up a gifts and go because there's some people in our community that found out we were doing a billboard and they're like, Hey, we want to help. You know, this is our community too. You know, you should be fully responsible for it instead of meeting them down at Sonic to get a hundred bucks. I was like, you know, we got to find some online thing where they can just transfer the money. So we had set up the gifts and go, which is the Christian based, you know, alternative to the GoFundMe. Yep. So we had that and I put, I threw it out there and like people donated like $2,000 or $3,000. I was like, what in the world? Well then LT and we know picked up that interview because I was wearing the, and we know hat. Right. And he puts that on his program and we're sitting down, you know, a couple of days later, we're watching the, and we know show like we normally do. And, 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 and there's my mug, right. From the Clay Clark show. I'm like, what is going on? Why am I on the, and we know show when the folks saw that interview, they, they wanted to support this and get behind it. They end up donating over $30,000. I was like, what is happening here, babe? And then Stu Peters calls and wants to do an interview. And we raise another $20,000. We're $50,000 into this thing. It's week one. And Clay calls. He's like, hey, if you ever want to come to our conferences, um, I'll, I'll comp your ticket. I'm like, okay, sounds good. I was like, actually, I was about to buy a ticket today to Dallas. He goes, oh, come on down to San Antonio. So we go down to San Antonio. And 
He's like, set up a booth and we set up a little booth real quick and, you know, put a banner on there and a sign up sheet. Anybody want to help us raise a banner or sign up here, I guess, you know? And he's like, I want you to tell everybody what you're doing. He's like, I am. He's like, no, in front of everybody, like up there on the platform. I told him he was crazy. I was like, no way. There's 3,000 people up there. He goes, well, pray about it. Okay. So I went back, prayed about it. And, you know, the Lord gave me a message that night. And he's like, here's what you're going to say to the people. I brought you down here to San Antonio for a reason. As I asked him, I was like, what is the reason? Like, what am I doing here? Uh, it gave me a message that I need to deliver to the people and remind them that we are the army of the Lord, right? We have forgot, just like how David had to go remind the, the Israelites, you know, the, who served under Saul, because they forgot who they served. They were scared of the Philistines, because they thought they were serving Saul. And David said, hey, you're the army of the Lord. Who are these uncircumcised Philistines that they should defy the armies of the living God? You know, you need to you need to get get behind and realize that if Lord before you, who could be against you? He's like, watch, check, check this out. Right. And he grabs a couple of stones and uh, they all get energized and they go and they, they, they defeat the Philistines. So I was uh, I was kind of letting everybody know, hey, you know, there's a bunch of giants out there. Well, let's not be afraid of them. Let's let's go. And let's confront right. the giants. And, and it resonated apparently with the people uh, with what we were doing and putting up these billboards. They started coming up to the platform and just putting money on the platform before I was even done. I was like, what is happening here, right? And then Clay grabs the mic and he goes, don't go nowhere. We're going to raise $100,000. And he goes, play some $100,000 raising music. And the guy plays Waymaker. I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah, we're going to definitely need the Waymaker to show up right now to do this. And people just got up out of their chairs and they came to the front, started filling up trash bags full of cash. I'm like, what is going on? You know, she's over here bawling. I'm like trying to hide behind Clay because you know, my eyes are watering. I'm like, I can't have Thousands of people see me cry up here, right? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. You know, we 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 go back and we count the cash. It was twenty two thousand dollars. We check our gifts and go, twenty-eight thousand dollars was raised at that time. So that was fifty thousand dollars. A gentleman had walked up on the platform and he had whispered in my ear and he goes, Hey, whatever is donated today, I'm gonna match it. Here's my number, give me a call. So I call this guy, I'm like, dude, we raised like fifty thousand dollars. He goes, well, that is fantastic. He goes, give me your bank account number. And he wired 50 grand over. So we end so up. So there's your hundred grand. There's your hundred grand. Almost like almost in a matter of like 15 minutes. It was incredible. We weren't up on the stage that long. And it was the Lord saying, I got you. Move forward. You now have $150,000, right? And it's like in the first two weeks, we weren't even planning on doing this. So uh, this is overwhelmingly a God thing. Oh, and you yeah. know it at this yeah. point. Oh yeah. So totally. let, let's 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 bring up your screen now, Robert, because now I, I we got to start start showing some of the results of this, and uh, and you know I've seen I saw your presentation. I got to see where some of this went to, uh, but so this is an incredible opportunity. You know, we've raised over 190 billboards in 33 states: bus benches, mobile digital trucks, uh, 500 indoor billboards. We've been live in Times Square for 10 months. That's a whole other testimony we'll have to share at some point. But we've not been into Colorado yet. And a gentleman, um, uh, JT from uh, FPN, Freedom Patriot Network, was praying that a door would open in Colorado. And he contacted this billboard company, the very first one. And they said, yeah, I'll talk to them. So we did a Zoom call and they heard our story and they were like, this is fantastic. We want to get behind this. We've got 22 billboards across Colorado from Pueblo to Denver to Del Camino up to Fort Collins. We want to get you on all 22 of those billboards. We'll put your message up and we're going to give you 65% off. We're going to, we're, 65% we're going to be 65%. Off. It, it, this is like $66,000 cost essentially. Yeah, this is $66,000 value to be up on 22 billboards for an entire month, half slot, and they're going to give it to us for 21000 
And so I'm just, you know, favored, right? The Lord has opened up another door and he's multiplying the loaves and fish. So, so here we are with this, this endeavor um, that we're, we're, we're trying to raise this money. Hopefully by January 1st, you know, we're going to be at the reawaken conference this, this weekend. Yeah. 21st of mm -hmm. this month um, to, to make this happen. And we have all sorts of different ads we're putting up. We have some of the original, right? Which is the, the injury number, which this is only 1% of what's being reported. This is what's off the health and human services.gov website. And according to the Harvard study called the Lazarus report, only 1% is actually reported, but it's still a big enough number where it it's should be huge numbers. And, and Robert, just because uh, most of my audience is audio only, I just, so we, what he's got is a picture of a billboard, you know, the s typical sign of the big steel pole, and it's a C19 jab injuries, and it's sitting at 1.5 uh, million plus, right. you know, right now. And as we say, underreported. And by the way, it also has Psalm 20, which is we'll raise a banner. Uh, yes. You know, I, I have that Psalm 20, verse 5 on everything, on every banner it goes on, on every printed banner we have on our website that you can raise on your own, you know, yard signs and stickers and vinyl banners. It, that, that, that scripture is on there. And Jamie came to me when this first started and she goes, babe, look, look what I found in Psalms. It says, and in the name of our God, we will raise our banners and he will hear our petition. And we're, that we're, we're hoping he's going to heal our land through this. Right. That's, that's our petition. So, so that's, um, you know, that, that that's what we're doing as army of the Lord. We're marching forward. We're raising banners of truth across this nation. We're calling on the Lord to fight this battle. So this is this is one message we're putting up. And these are digital billboards. So every week we send in a new file with a new number as it updates. So people see this number tick up every week as they drive by. Like this one, for instance, C-19 jab deaths, right? So it's sitting at 33,469. It's got this graph on there showing from 1990 all the all the deaths and it's flatlined all the way up to 2000 then it shoots straight up like a rocket that's right and and it gives today and so for all those of you who are listening on uh, on podbean uh, apple spotify you know wherever you're listening uh, if you're able to go pull up their website right now because you can kind of follow along you'll get to see a picture of of them uh and you can see right on their homepage they have a lot of these examples that are scrolling across so their website is banners for number four freedom.com. That's banners number four freedom.com. Follow along as uh, as they walk us through some of these things. That's right. And there, there's a slider at the top of the website, and all these billboards they they slide through. So you can sit there and just um, you know, you can see everything we're talking about right there. Like this one, for instance, C19 jab cancer, there's been a 10,000% increase in cancer rates for those who have received the jab. So we're just trying to get that information out in front of the people. And then there's one here that's uh, COVID-19 hospital protocol kills, uh, Greta with protocolkills.com, amazing woman who is a remdesivir survivor, uh, started this website. So we're trying to bring attention to all these horrible protocols of remdesivir to ventilators, you know, yeah. to death that they're getting paid for uh, in these hospitals, calling them out. And this is a new one. Stop the shots. Right now we're, now we're kind of, we're, we're getting into a call to action. Um, we're, we're kind of transitioning to a new period. You know, we've had to be careful what messages go up on these billboards because, you know, only certain billboard companies will allow certain messages, but now they're becoming a little more lenient. And, well, and you're realizing. putting government data on. It's not like you're making up stuff. You're not a yeah. this isn't conspiracy. Now, and what I like about this one, uh, for those, if you were able to go on to bannersforfreedom.com, uh, this is the one with the truck, and it's also one with an airplane. 
And what's interesting about this right now is, you know, we've, I don't know if you've heard the reports, but you know, the Davos meeting is happening uh, now and all these rich businessmen and that, that are going there have been f- trying to contact the Patriot uh, p- pilots that did not take the jab because they don't want a jabbed person flying it. And so now uh, what this message says to me is, listen, this could be really dangerous. If one of those big trucks is beside of you and there's an event that happens and we know it's happening in the cockpits, man, there's some, you know, real dangers out there. So the graphic is extremely effective and, and it's eye catching. So anyone driving down the road, or anything is they're gonna see this and it's big letters stop the shots right yeah, like this is effective someone can read this in a half a second and they've got that impression on them this is making a difference in the world and josh yoder with u.s freedom flyers he's doing an amazing job exposing what's happening with all the pilots and the mandates and the shots and he's following all that uh, usfreedomflyers.org is an amazing website for the pilots. And then um, Trucking for Troops, Scott Mallory, he's he's working with all of our veterans and uh, just doing an amazing job lifting them up. So we're yeah, great you know, guy. giving them a shout out. And then th- this is this is a new one as well, Nuremberg 2.0, right? So we got a, a black and white graphic on the right side where we have the flags in color, but the, of the original Nuremberg trials that took place. And then we've got uh, the patch from the um, U.S. Army, um, they, uh, they these are the one that, that there's a, the, the trial patches, the scales right? of justice, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know just saying Nuremberg 2.0, getting that in the minds of the people that we must have this conversation. We must all sit down, every nation of this world, and we must hold these people accountable uh, for this this genocide that they've put upon the, the people. And I believe this time is coming. And then we've got a another one here. Fauci is a fraud, right? So we're 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 gonna we're gonna go ahead and start calling out Fauci. It's it's time. Um, we got the Fauci files coming out on Twitter. It's mm-hmm. now becoming more acceptable to have you know this kind of um, conversation. We got Fauci up there with double mask, right? It's actually a picture of him with a double mask on, and he had a he had a the, the, the top mask had penguins all over it. So I I photoshopped out some of those penguins and I put a king cobra on the front <laughs> because that's what he you know he's spewing venom, right? And we we put the Pharmacia logo right next to him, of the of the staff with the two coiled snakes around it, uh, just to kind of kind of tie tie all this together. Yeah, and it looks evil as it should. It it it, yeah. it, it and as it as it is, then you know the, the counterfeit uh, staff that Moses held up with the snake, you know, around it uh, when when he was you know helping helping those uh, heal from being snake bit. They would look upon that staff staff. They would be healed. Right, it's what God instructed him to do and put a snake on there. Well, they did a counterfeit one and they said, Well, if you look upon our staff with two snakes and you know, and then follow after our pharmacia, our sorcery will heal you. And that's the whole WHO logo, everything, right? Yep, that's right. They've always included the serpent. No one ever really questions that. Funny, huh? Mm-hmm. And then uh, here, here's another one where we're drawing attention to the military medical martial law. That's there's, there's legislation pending in all 50 states actually already on the books in Florida, uh, Washington and Alaska, where they can detain you and uh, inoculate you against your will. And it's 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 legal in in a few states. But like I said, the legislation is pending in the rest and they're trying to pass this 
uh, where they they can do this. So we're calling attention to that. And Todd Callender over at FiveSmallStones.com is doing an amazing job uh, with all that documentation and call to actions on how we can get involved at our, our county commissioner level to to expose this. Self legal help. There's a lot of information on there. That's right. And of course, you know, stop stop the fraud. So you know, we we've got we've got uh, you know a call to action to demand an investigation. And, you know, this is going up in Colorado. We know Colorado's got all sorts of election oh, yeah. fraud. I mean, every state does. I mean, th this is relevant across all 50, but. Um, and there's yeah, a ballot box on there with it. So I just want to draw attention to those who are listening only. So we're talking about the selection fraud. Yes. That's right. That's right. So, you know, those are, those, those are some, some of the, some of the billboards we have going up right there. Uh, now, you, but you guys like, <laughs> If you don't mind, and I don't know if you have it handy in, in your slide deck that you have right here, but uh, you guys got Times Square, and I and I loved the story about that. Can you tell the story about it, and you know perhaps show the picture? If not, you can see it. On, everyone should go to the website because you should be donating to this. Uh, make sure that Robert and Jamie know that the Right On Radio community is in the fight. All right, um, whatever you can. Please. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Times Square, you know, we 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 were we, some somebody sent us a picture to get up in Times of a board in Times Square. So you should get up in this message in New York. And we thought there's no way because Clear Channel, Lamar out front, they won't let us put this message up to big billboard operators. And I contacted one and it was, it was Clear Channel. And they wouldn't even let us put up our URL. So we just left it alone, and said, Lord, if you want us in Times Square, you'll get us in Times Square. Right. And then Jamie got a call in January and it was a company in Times Square. They said, we have a billboard and we want to offer this to you. And I think we have a pretty good deal to offer you as well. And they told me that a company had come in and had purchased this three month slot for $90,000. And then they had gone ahead and put $60,000 down on it. And then they uh, canceled their contract and left the country. So the $60,000 was still on the table and they're like, we'll offer you this three month slot if you can come up with the $30,000 so that they can recoup their money. And I was like, $30,000, three months yeah. in Times Square, New York, which is on TV all the time. Right. Everyone's taking photos of it. High traffic. On the this side of the ABC building, right across from the NASDAQ right over the New York, New York police department and the U S military recruitment, um, center, uh, our army recruitment center. And, uh, it's, it's, it, it towers over the other billboards. Right. And it, it's a, it's a square. So it, it's a corner board. So there's two boards in one. So it's like double portion and it's like a cornerstone, right? It's, it's phenomenal. And another company put $60,000 down. Right and paid for and, and gave that bills. to you essentially, uh, essentially, and they're willing to do it. So we, we, I was like, okay, babe, this is a no-brainer. Let's do it. How much money do we have? She's like, we only have like five thousand dollars in the accounts. We just finished putting up like fifty billboards. It's like, okay, so prayed about it. Woke up the next morning. I'm like, you know, I was like, Lord, you didn't just dangle this in front of us to tease us with it. What's going on? He's like, you know, no, I, no, I didn't. He's like, I, I, I want to test your faith. Uh, you take care of it, and I'll take care of you. Oh. $30,000. I don't have $30,000. Uh, you know, I, I had a card that I think could maybe, you know, um, cover $30,000. So I gave him the card and I was like, hey, try, try this, see what happens. 
and it, it worked and they it, it covered and it's like okay so we're on well check this out two days later a gentleman calls goes hey i heard you get up in times square tell me the story i was like oh yeah actually and so i'd share with them you know what, what how that all came about and he goes no, no no you did the right thing but this is not your responsibility give me your bank account number and he wired thirty thousand dollars and covered the entire cost in two days floored like all right lord <laughs> That's, but you had to step out this time. I had to, I had to step did. out. Mm -hmm. and, and let's face it, on at, with credit card rates, like that's a huge risk. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The Lord, Lord, Lord took care of it. And I've, I've got this Times Square board. What one video? Here's, here's one example. There's a testimony behind all these. If you want to pull it up on screen. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. I want to make sure that uh, that. The audio comes through. Yeah, and I, I don't. There, there's no audio on this one. No audio. Okay. No, so we're we're good. But if you look up here in the top, you know, corner, it's right here. You can see the VARS data on one side. You know, we had that rolling. You know, on on that board, and we also did some you know surprise. So no matter outs. which way you're driving, you're getting exposed to this right. or walking. That's right. That's right. And. uh and then this this front board right here, this this smaller one, and you know we used to do. And this was all like surprise shout outs to different patriots and different messages. You know, no one you know asked us to go up on these board. We just tried to felt tried to tried to be led by the Lord on what messages were to go up each week. And this particular week, I didn't have anything. I wasn't getting anything, and I needed to submit something to New York. Like I, it was it was the day of. I'm driving to a reawaken conference on the East Coast, and I think we were in in Georgia at a hotel. And I'm like midnight, and I'm like, I've, I've got to submit something. I'm like, Lord, what am I going to do? And Sheila Holm came to my mind. She had just came to our tent revival that we had on our property over the July Fourth weekend, and um, this was July Fourth week. And uh, I was like, you know what, Sheila Holm, that that would be that'd be great. Let's get her up there. She's doing a, a, a great work right now. Um, you know, exposing everything going on and talking about our our, our Christian heritage and, and, and our, our nation, the founding of our nation. And she has this book series called uh, For the Sake of America. And I was like, you know, I'm not really a, trying to advertise product on here, you know. And so but, but it, it was it's a great message and it's a message about our nation. I was like, well, I'll just blow that book cover up full screen. And here I'll. Uh, let me, let me fast forward to that. You can see it right there for the sake of America, right? And most of her books cover a lot about the Georgia Guidestones mm -hmm. and a lot of deep information about that. But it's it's just it's a great graphic, right? For the sake of America, it's July Fourth weekend. It's got a flag on it. I made the flag animate, and and then I, I put her logo at the end. But I did feel like it was complete, like it was missing something. But I didn't have time, so I just hit submit. It was about two o'clock in the morning. Two hours later, the Georgia Guidestones come down. I get a phone call that morning or a text message from Sheila Holmes. She's like, you won't believe what just happened. She showed me a picture of that stone blown up. Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. I was like, you won't believe what I just put up in Times Square. I was like, because she's known as the Georgia Guidestone gal. She's been covering this. For yeah. Years. She's she's pretty much the expert on it. Yes. Right. And so and she didn't know she was going up in Times Square. So I was able to get the video, the drone footage right there. You can see of that stone blown up and I, I sent it to Times Square to New York and I said, Hey guys, can you add this to, to the ad before it goes live? And they had enough time. So we were able to get that, get that graphic on there, that video on there. And it goes to, for the sake of America, right? Stones come down and then it transitions to what I already had for the sake Man, of America. That's powerful. Right. 
and then his best, which is, that's the name of her, her ministry, his best.org. And I was like, wow, Lord, I couldn't have done that if we tried. I mean, we had no idea the Georgia guy stones were coming down. And I just happened to be putting her up two hours before that happened. It was totally orchestrated by the Lord. Right. So there's, there's so many of these stories with the Times Square board. I'm going to, I'm going to be posting all these videos. I'm going to make a, a specific place on our website where every single one of these um, are on there. So, and, and try to tell tell a story behind it. Yeah. I think that's awesome to do, man. This is a, this is a blessed work you guys are doing. It's, it, it, it's all God. And it's a testimony how you can use very simple people that aren't qualified to do what they're doing. You know, he, he equips and qualifies those um, who he calls. Right. And, and he, sometimes the missions seem a little odd. <laughs> they seem odd. You never know what you're going to walk into. You, you never know what he's preparing you for today. You, you don't know what that is going to be for tomorrow. Right. You don't know the plan he has for you. So you just got to trust in him, have faith every day, do the best that you can do with what is put in front of you and just believe he's preparing you for something and then walk into it. But it's never going to be what you expect. I, I guarantee you this is for sure. But you know, and I just go back to um, your, your John the Baptist moments, Jamie, because you, you took what was it like three days and you really just went to hear the word of God and, I've had to do that a couple of times in the last couple of years, just go on like somewhat of a sabbatical. And it's important to do that, to get clarity from God, just to empty yourself. And I'm really thankful you did, because as I say, I, I think that through this effort, thousands, if not tens of thousands, people's lives might've been saved. Yeah. Now that I give him all the glory. You know, I wasn't even planning on spending the three days in the shop. Like that was, that was all him too. Like I just couldn't stop hearing and writing and just, it was a little overwhelming. <laughs> so that, That's but, the way our God you know, is. Sometimes. In 2021, right before Banners for Freedom started, you know, we, we, we knew we had been blessed with all this information. You know, the Lord reveals all the information and wisdom and knowledge to us. And it's like, what are we supposed to be doing with this? Are we just supposed to be sitting on our porch, you know, sending out text messages or you know, how are we supposed to share this information? And like it, something had to be done and he knew that we were willing to do whatever it took. And this is just the, the avenue that he took us down. It's a, well, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> and let's let's keep it going. Now, have you got any personal blowback? Because if people go to your site, they clearly see who you are, that you got your pictures. Has there been personal blowback on your life? No, surprisingly. Not whole, yeah, not yeah. a whole lot. We thought it was gonna be an absolute disaster, you know, with with you know, just just hate, you know, mail and attacks and people showing up at our property or who knows not what. And just really nothing it's just been overwhelming support so many people out there like i had the same idea this is so awesome you're doing this now i don't have to figure it out i can just support y'all you know and this That's is right. together we can you know because this isn't us doing it this is all the people who have come together and contribute to make this happen i mean it's only been like a little over three thousand people that have made donations to give sango which has allowed us to raise five hundred thousand dollars right so it's not very many people that have donated to make this happen. It doesn't take a lot of people, but it takes, it, it, 
it just takes commitment and it takes, you know, the, the blessing of the Lord. And it's, it's a way for us to get involved without having to go and, and, and figure it all out. Right. And, and come together, you know, as, as the army and, and raise a banner. Now, you know, now we have social media, which is, which is wild. Now I've got all these social media accounts. I'm having to figure out and go through and, and post. If you go to a, a true social, at banners the number four freedom you can follow along there we're always posting new updates and things that are going on we're on telegram twitter twitter is real b4 the number four freedom and then uh you know we're on facebook and getter as well and always posting neat neat updates if you want to follow us along there and then of course you know the website uh, you can there's an interactive map on there where you can see there's little flames over all the locations of where these billboards have been placed. And you can pull them up and it'll show you a timestamp of when it's been live. And, and, and I think that's can... so fascinating to look at, right? It's an actual visual of what's been going on mapping it. I think that's really clever that you've done that. Yeah, that was Jamie's idea. She's like, we need flames going all across the nation like a wildfire. I was like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I want it to come just one giant flame and you can't yeah, even see the right. state. The, the, now, does the flame look like a tongue? <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe when this is all done, that's the way that yeah. America will look. Right. We'll all be walking around with that flame tongue above our that's, heads. Yes, that's right. That would be great. That's right. You know, there, there, there's a big move of the spirit. We're about to enter in. We, we already are in the most amazing times, but we're, I believe we're about to see revival on a scale this world has never seen. And we're entering into a harvest period and, and the Lord's going to be transitioning us to be able to facilitate this harvest and to be able to move in ways and operate in ways we've never been able to operate in. I've got a lot of hope and I'm, I'm very optimistic for the times we're running into, even though it, it seems very dark. And I know what the enemy's plans are, but he, he always has a counterfeit of what God's doing. They have a great reset. And I believe that God's got a great reawakening that's going to be taking place. And, you know, we're, we're seeing, you know, the, the, the death throes right now of the enemy trying to, um, hold on to what what little control he has left because he knows i believe he's gonna he's about to lose it uh for, for for a period for a period of time so that you know we can move forward so we can establish his kingdom here on earth so that we can um, um prepare ourselves because you know the lord's not coming back to a bride that's beaten and battered right he's calling, coming back to a bride without spot and wrinkle so some things are going to have to change in order for us to get to that to that point and I think, I think the Lord's got some plans for it. We're, we're really excited. There's a lot to look forward to. And uh, yeah, I, I see things a little bit differently than, than that. Um, I used to be really hopeful, but now I've, the Lord's been showing me some other stuff. And uh, buckle up, people. <laughs> Best of times and worst of times. Yeah. But, but listen, you know what? Um, no one knows exactly the way God is going to play his hand. We know the enemy's plans for the most part now, but we don't know what God is going to do. And one thing is, I think we're all expecting God is going to show his hand in a mighty way because he, he won't leave us unprotected in that way. He's got to show his hand and say, Hey, you've been going down this road to the world. I'm talking. And here I am. Like, I, I think the, you know, everyone says a red sea moment, I think that's going to pale in comparison to what God is going to do. Right. That's, that, right. that, that, that's it. You know, I, I was going to say, I always keep a focus of man has his plans and then God laughed. Right. <laughs> right. Pharaoh never expected the Israelites to walk out of Egypt with all the gold and silver and cattle and furniture. Mm -hmm. 
never yeah. expected to see that C part, never expected for his entire army to get wiped out in a moment. You know, the walls of Jericho, you know, they never expected those to fall. You know, mm -hmm. Babylon never expected to be um, overturned and, and everything returned back to the people. You know, uh, you know, the Israelite army never expected, you know, to be defeated by Jehoshaphat's army, which they actually wasn't even their army when they showed up. They, they, you know, they had already defeated themselves. They just reaped the plunder of war because as they marched toward that army that they knew they couldn't defeat, they called on the name of the Lord and they blew their trumpets and they praised God. And, and he fought that battle for them and turned the enemies on themselves. Right. So they didn't have to fight. And I, and, you know, that's what we're calling on right now. We're calling it's on the board. same God yesterday as today. And, you know, exactly. when we look at, uh, at DJT, you know, if you read the scriptures, in fact, it's, you know, Isaiah 45, that's right. you know, no coincidence there. And, and, you know, we, it's very much a Cyrus type of a guy. So, Hey, we're going to see what happens and, uh, whatever it is, the Lord's got his hand upon us and, you know, it's all going to be good no matter what, that's um, right. it just, we got to see how it all plays out, but man, I, I really appreciate both of you. And, uh, and, and listen to, to you in the listening audience, you know, maybe we are going to hit it with good time. Maybe we're not, no one knows what God is going to do, but God is going to do something. And don't you want to have your little place in history with it? You know, if you donated 15 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever you can do, you know, banners for freedom. It's saving lives, folks. Um, so I encourage you to do that. Final words, Jamie or Robert? Yeah. It's time to roar. Yes. Right? <laughs> the, the, the enemy's going out, you know, as a as a lion, but he's not the lion. All right? God is the lion of Judah, and his spirit is inside of us, and we are lions as well. And and right now, it's it's the time to let that spirit move. And it's time to roar and roar louder than we ever have before, because we are seeing victories and we must we, we must declare those victories in, in his name. And, and God has a plan for every single person listening to this, every person that's watching it. He has a plan. I guarantee you he has a plan. He's not going to reveal it to you all at once. Just walk into it. Have faith and know that he is God. Have faith and walk. Beautiful words. Banners for Freedom, folks, that's not banners number four, freedom.com. Uh, Robert and Jamie, I really appreciate you being on here with me. And uh, I'd have to do this as well. Folks, stop supporting the cabal. Go to mylibertystand.com and just switch stores. It's really simple, folks. Better stuff, same dollars, delivered right to your door. You're going to love it. Go to mylibertystand.com. Dot com. Thanks very much for being here, Robert and Jamie. A real honor. I hope to see you soon. Yes. 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 And, uh, and in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself. And part of the way you can do that is by contributing to Banners for Freedom because they are your neighbors and we want to get to them. They're doing the hard work. All you have to do is send 20 or 50 bucks so love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself and make a difference in your community. God bless you.